Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode in our Empower Ed podcast. This is our season 3 and we are very much happy to welcome. You've heard her already before in season 1 with our fellow Global Teacher Prize finalists. But today she has her own episode and I'm so happy and excited to be with her. So let's welcome Dr. Venus Alboroto from Surigao City. Venus? Hello everyone. Yeah. Can you please tell us something about yourself? I am Venus M. Alboruto, Master Teacher 1 from Surigao City National High School. I have been teaching here for 17 years and I am handling science, specifically general science and biotechnology. All right. And I, I love working with Venus. Um, we've worked a lot last year in 2019. We traveled the whole Philippines as we tried to share our story of innovation, of success, inspirational uh, thoughts and ideas just to get everyone, every teacher in the Philippines to, uh, to you know, join and get to know more about the Global Teacher Prize. Now, let's get straight to the point, uh, Dr. Venus. Um, Dr. Venus is a multi-awarded teacher. Um, she had received award from Batobalani Foundation, from DOST. She's been recognized in Southeast Asia also, not just in the Philippines because of her work and in innovating, introducing innovative materials in, in her classes and, and approaches. So Venus, can you please tell us how you tried to you know, transform, reinvent the way you taught, uh, the way you teach science to your students? Okay, um, based on my context, so here in our school at Surigao City National High School, our classes mm -hmm. has an average class size of 50 to 55 students. So instead of taking this as a problem, I took it as an opportunity to innovate. Mm -hmm. I created strategic intervention materials to help address the learning problems of students in large classes, specifically on low mastery, uh, absenteeism. So of the strategic intervention materials, I was able to be recognized by the Department of Science and Technology. I trained my co-teachers so that they can also create their own strategic intervention materials to be used in their classes. And so, uh, because my teachers were already trained on this, when DOST conducted a search for innovative practices in managing large classes, we created a series of sims for grade 8 students so that we can help improve the performance of students. And because of that, uh, based on research also, we were able to increase the performance of our students with the use of series of strategic intervention materials. By the way, during that time, our project was dubbed as beating the numbers through strategic intervention materials, innovative science teaching for large classes. So we won as the grand prize winner in the search of DOST. All right. So uh, just a note to our international audience, DOST is Department of Science and Technology. They're very much, they're the national agency that is very much um, involved or they're the one in charge of promoting you know innovation uh, innovations in in sciences and in technology and like what uh, dr venus has mentioned venus has worked or has been recognized by the dost or the department of science and technology because of how she has transformed science uh, dr venus yes 
What does SIM stands uh, for again? Strategic? Uh, strategic intervention materials. So these are instructional materials which are, uh, it's actually a learning package composed of different parts called cards. So okay. SIM is made up of title card, guide card, activity card, assessment card, um, enrichment, and key cards, which the students can actually bring home to help them better understand the lesson. Yeah. You are using SIMs to level off performance or to increase performance of you know students who are academically challenged in science right uh, yes uh, it is called beating the numbers because uh, it is used to solve problems of large classes specifically mm. in that project so oh. beating the numbers refers to the number of students in our classes oh, so right, to be right. able to address the problems so large the classes so the main challenge is there are big numbers, a uh, big number of students in your class. Like, um, I think we can be honest also with that. That has been one of the major challenges and, yeah. uh, and problem in the education system in the Philippines. And what Dr. Venus has done is to, you know, sometimes um, you can't really do anything about the number, the structure, because, you know, that's what is in place as of the moment. What Dr. Venus has shown us is that, you know, if there's a right way, right strategies or interventions to make learning more efficient and more effective. Dr. Venus, how did your students, you know, react to this kind of intervention? How did they, you know, what changes did you see in them? Okay, uh, most of my, of my comics, uh, my scenes are comic based. So one of the activities there is a reading activity wherein students will read comic strips, mm -hmm. which will help them better understand the lesson. So one of the advantages that I see is that students are being uh, helped in terms of reading. Then their this, their study habits are also improved. Then when they go to class, they're already prepared because at least they already have the idea about the topic that we're discussing on that day. Because oh. these sims are being brought home oh. for every lesson. So they can already have advanced study of the lesson that when they come to class, they already have the idea on the lesson that we will tackle. And aside from that, they can also review during their free time. And, and, and Dr. Venus, and the SIMS uh, materials or learning packages that you've done, um, you mentioned about uh, using comics. You, you, do a, uh, you do use a lot of illustrations and comics. Yes, uh, comics. So actually, aside from comics, there are a lot of hands-on and mindset activities there, like puzzles, uh, diagrams. Mm. So... Other activities which are actually, which the students can really connect to. So related to their learning styles yeah, or so. interests. So that is why students get interested when they do the activities in the strategic intervention materials that we introduce to them. And I think that's a great way of really presenting information or lessons to students. I mean, we don't... As much as possible, we want to engage everyone and presenting the information in different format like comics, illustrations, or diagrams actually um, has more, how do you call that, more chances that we get to engage our students because 
each student may be able to resonate or may be able to understand a certain concept or idea or skill through one of those uh, medium or one of those media that you have mentioned. And uh, you know, when we are in big classes, when we are handling big classes, we cannot really engage everyone in class. Yes. Most of the time, only those students seated in front are the ones who will listen. But those who are seated at the back, you do not already know what they are doing. So um, instead of just uh, making follow-up by one by one, so you can do it by introducing to them a material which they can use during their free time also, or review with their peers during their recess time or even at home. Their parents can also help them answer the activities. Oh, that's good. I think that's a very, very great learning package. It does not only engage the student, it also asks for, you know, uh, participation of the parents. And that's what we like, right, in, in, in the school right now. Dr. Venus, what were the challenges in, in, in using the strategic intervention materials that you have done? One of the challenges is the reproduction of the materials. Actually, yeah, if we have 50 students per class, you need to reproduce the material uh, for 50 copies so that you can provide each student a copy. Good enough that we have the support of the Department of Science and Technology because our strategic intervention materials were funded by DOSD SDI. Wow, so we were able to reproduce the materials so that every student could have a copy of those materials then after using the material students just return it no? because uh, so that other students from other classes can also use the material and it can also be used by the next generations of students yeah i think that's one of the things that we need to look into um is there was there any plan of scaling it like dost making it more available beyond the school uh, yes, uh, through the second, it, it has actually been leveled up. Okay. There is an option to that project uh, from 2013-2014, speaking the numbers through strategic intervention materials, which won the grant prize in their search. DOSP scaled it up, so we made a project called CIMATAR, mm -hmm. Strategic Intervention Material in Teaching with Augmented Reality. Wow. Now, uh, it will be more accessible because it will be made available in Play Store uh, maybe early this year because okay. they are still uh, improving the animations there. Okay. We have already pilot tested uh, the material, the augmented reality version of it, mm -hmm. and they are still in the we are still in the process of improving the animations wow. and also some technical arrangements. Just a question. Why, why, why AR? Why did you go to that uh, to that part of including AR in your project right now? Uh, with augmented reality or AR as an added value to my sims, my students can now immerse themselves in 3D models and yeah. virtual simulation while reading the material. So instead of just plainly reading the material, they can interact with it. They okay. can see the the pictures or the image in 3D, which becomes more interesting so on the part of the students. Actually, even on the part of the teachers. So we are always amazed to see those 3D models of the concepts, specifically those concepts which are abstract or mm -hmm. those which cannot be seen, like, for example, the cell. Yeah. So with the 3D models, 
they can see the the parts of the cell they can and even the labels uh, and how they work right yeah 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 so, they can see it they can uh, interact with the material so which is more interesting also the comets the meteors asteroids like that so it yeah. becomes more interesting and engaging so so that the ar assets are not just you know not just plain images they are actually very interactive it let the students um work with them engage <laughs> dr venus this will be available in google play store right yes all right That's because we have pilot tested the material in 2018 2019 so they are still improving the, the animations and some uh technicalities so we are we are about to launch it on play store uh somewhere this year all right so we are now on the last stretch of our interview discussion with dr venus can you share to us three things that you have learned over the course of the year of being a science teacher being able to go through traditional teaching and then becoming a very innovative and transformative teacher uh what three lessons or maybe three tips can you share to our listeners especially to our future teachers or even the current teachers right now as a science teacher for 17 years i have observed several changes in the kind of our students mm -hmm. so the strategy that we had used years ago will no longer be applicable now because of the kind of students that we have they are so immersed with technology and that is why as educators we also have to go with the flow we have to embrace the change if we want our students to learn better under our care so as a teacher we have to innovate we have to learn new technologies okay because as i've said 21st century teaching would involve teaching the 21st century learners which are i shall say differently wired yeah compared to us so we have to go with the kind of students that we have we have to innovate apply what is available now and what's important is uh we should not stop researching we should always do research we have to try new things we should not be scared to try new things to be able to improve our craft so uh, because the three things are number one know your students number one is to, we have to uh, learn how right. to wait so three things one we have to know who our students are all right so we have to learn the strategies, the practices that would fit their learning needs and their interests. All right. Then two, we have to research. All right. We should not stop researching and trying new things. All right. But this will improve our practices. Then thirdly, uh, we should go extra mile. So we should not stop. Uh, doing what is great for our students, for our school, and for our fellow teachers. We should not be scared to share our practices. Because yeah. if uh, our co-teachers can also assist, if our 
uh, co-teachers can also can follow what we're doing in our classroom, then our classes will be great as we want it to be. All right. So share, share. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Venus. I think that's one thing that we, two things that, uh, two S's that I want to pick up from what Dr. Venus has mentioned. Number one, don't be scared um, in, in finding out new things, trying to to look for the best way that could improve our way of teaching and help our students become better learners. And second, share, share, share. I think that's very, very important. Let's begin to share, continue sharing our best practices so that we can, you know, help each other as teachers and elevate the quality of education that we have in the Philippines. So, Dr. Venus, are you still with us online? Yeah. All right. So thank you, Dr. Venus, for spending uh, your time with us. Dr. Venus is currently in her school right now. Uh, she's on a free time, early free time. She has a early free time for us to entertain our interview discussion. So Dr. Venus. Yes. Thank you very much for this opportunity to share my innovation and best practices. All right. Thank you, Dr. That's Venus. It. Have a good day. God bless also. To our audience, thank you so much for listening. I hope you continue to listen and subscribe to Empower Ed Podcast. We will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye, everyone.